friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshong, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. This episode of the Link Fitness Show podcast is sponsored by my one-on-one coaching program. Link Fitness one-on-one coaching is a 12-week high-level coaching experience for the former athlete who was ready to ditch the on and off cycle, ditch the fad diets and the generic workouts to create a lifestyle full of energy, food freedom, and confidence. My one-on-one coaching clients are experiencing major wins like rocking a crop top in the gym and feeling confident, ditching the cover-ups and feeling good about her body, hitting PRs in the gym, and enjoying all of their favorite foods without guilt. Link Fitness one-on-one coaching is for the retired athlete who is ready to crush her workouts and train for her instead of her sport. It is only for women looking to improve their overall health, learn the ins and outs of the gym and the kitchen, and to truly feel good. Not only will you learn how to get results, but how to keep them too. It's time to step out of your comfort zone and become the highest version of yourself. Learn more and apply at www.linkfittraining.com or by clicking apply to work with me in the show notes below. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. Can you believe that we are on episode 97? I can't believe that. If you're like an OG podcast listener and have been hanging out with me for a while now, thank you so much for being here. If you are new, thank you for being here as well. Um, So, Today, we are going to be talking all about tracking macros and how tracking your macros can truly change the way that you look at and approach your nutrition, approach your goals, all of that fun stuff. So I know for me, tracking macros have absolutely changed my life. I approach my goals and my relationship with food so much different now. I have a better relationship with the foods that I'm eating, and I've also just learned so much about the macros themselves and what they can do for my body. So in today's episode, I'm going to share a little bit about my story with macros, and I'm also going to go into the benefits and how macros have basically helped myself and my clients achieve our goals. So starting off with my kind of background and my story with tracking macros. I started out in high school, as bad as this sounds, I started out in high school tracking my calories. I did this for probably about a year, year and a half. And I was tracking my calories on and off. And I was very much in the restrict binge cycle where I would restrict myself all week long. And then on the weekends, I would go overboard, right? Or I would like severely undereat sometimes just because I was busy. I was on the go. I was still playing travel softball. So if I had like three, four games in a day, I was eating like bigger meals throughout the day and like a couple snacks between games. So I would have like a decent sized breakfast. I probably have a snack between games and then I would have like a decent sized dinner that night. Um, so very, very challenging to track that while being so on the go. Um, but basically my approach to tracking my calories was if it's high calorie, it's bad. If it's low calorie, it's really good. Totally not the case in the slightest bit, but that's where I was. That's kind of where I started. So then from there, I stopped tracking my calories. I, <coughs> excuse me, noticed that it was not a healthy relationship. It wasn't the relationship that I wanted for myself with the food that I was eating. So I kind of just stopped. I just ate whatever I wanted. I didn't have any structure whatsoever, but I always did prioritize the, the more nutrient dense foods. I always made sure I had veggies on my plate. Like growing up, my mom always kind of, she made healthy meals when we were home, like always. 
And it was always a big deal if we didn't have vegetables. Like my mom always made vegetables with every single dinner. She really prioritized making sure that we were getting our nutrients in. And my dad was very much like, if you only, if you didn't have vegetables with dinner, if you just had like noodles on the side or something, you know, those like pasta side things. We had like one of those with some chicken or whatever. My dad would be like, this is only one side. Where's the other side? We need to have two sides with our meals. So it was like a thing. <laughs> like My dad needed to have two sides with his meals. And let me tell you, he still does. Like I've gone to my parents for dinner. And if there's only one side, he's like, Sandy, where's the other side? Blah, 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 blah. And my mom is very much still like, we need to have vegetables with our meal. If we have um, something like chicken and potatoes, there needs to be like a green vegetable with that because that plate is just too bland. And that has stuck with me through all of my years and through all of my education and my, my nutrition courses over the years of just like, yep, your girl Sandy, she knew to have your vegetables. I love vegetables. I have no problem with vegetables. So for me, not having a structure was nothing new because I was used to being at home with my mom's cooking and that kind of stuff. And even when I went off to college and I was cooking on my, like on my own, totally fine with that. Like I made do, right? The only time I didn't, if I was like eating on campus at like Chick-fil-A or something like that, I obviously wasn't eating vegetables. But um, anyway, really didn't have much of a structure with that. And that kind of carried all the way through college. I would go through little stints like over the summer break where, you know, I would try and lose some weight, get ready for season or whatever it be. And that's just, you know, it, it never really stuck. So then after college, I started tracking macros. I've been tracking macros for over four years now, and I absolutely love it. I always joke and say that I'll never be the grandmother that's like still tracking your macros in her 60s, but that's because I won't need to, because macros have taught me so much about the foods that I'm eating. It taught me so much about my body that it's not something that I need to do long-term in order to be successful. So something that I work on heavily with my clients is not just learning how our macros affect our body, how our body like responds to the macros, but what each role or what each macronutrient's role in the body is, right? So each one has a role um, and it's important to play off of that role and utilize it for that specific role in the body. So before I get too far into that, when I had first started tracking my macros, I was kind of just following nutrition calculators combining that with what I had learned in my nutrition courses. And I wasn't really, wasn't really sure of what direction to take. You know, I, I read all the recommendations on the internet and all of the things, but as we now know, these nutrition calculators are not that accurate and it's not what a coach can do for you, right? Having a coach, having someone paying attention to your biofeedback. When I had first started tracking macros, I was like, what the hell is biofeedback? Like I knew to pay attention to my rest and my recovery and my sleep and my digestion and all of the things, but was I truly paying attention to it? No. So when I first started tracking macros, it was really iffy. Hitting my protein goal was extremely hard. Staying under a carb goal, very challenging. Getting it to be consistent, whew, it took me months before I really was consistent with my macros. So what I typically do with my clients, not to go too far off on a rant here, but what I typically do, because I know how overwhelming it can be, I know that it can be kind of a lot to adjust to and a lot of planning. What I typically do with clients is we start with just a calorie and a protein goal or just a protein goal and say, okay, let's try and hit this number. And then 
we'll add in another macronutrient, whether it be carbs or fat. And then finally we add in whatever's left, right? So the approach that I took was literally balls to the wall. Like I'm all in, here I go. And while it definitely taught me a lot, I can totally relate to any overwhelm someone has felt when they first start tracking macros. So now I kind of have revamped my process for that. And I make sure that I start people out nice and slow. Hey, let's hit this protein goal and then build on that from there. So that's kind of like a quick run through of my story with nutrition. I definitely have other podcast episodes talking more about my story. If you want to hear those, definitely let me know and I can point you in the right direction. But yes, that is my, that is my story. That is my progress with my nutrition. So let's dive a little bit more into the benefits and how macros and tracking macros can really, really help you. So first things first, they give you such a good understanding of the foods that you're eating and where the calories you're eating are coming from, right? So if you just look at a label and it's like, oh, that's 200 calories. Great. Well, where is this? Like, how are we getting this 200 calorie number? Right? So macronutrients are the only things that can create a caloric contact content outside of alcohol. So if you're looking at a nutrition label, you have your total carbs, you have your total fat, and you have your protein. Those three numbers are what is calculating or or generating the calorie count of the food that you're eating. So protein and carbs both have four calories per gram. So if something says it's one gram of carbs and nothing else, that is going to be four calories. On On the nutrition label, it's probably going to say five because FDA rules um, allow manufacturers to round on the nutrition label. Another issue with counting calories is they can round. So that calorie count that you have is probably not that accurate. Sometimes it will be dead on the money. Other times it won't be. Okay. So carbs and fat are, or carbs and protein, I'm sorry, carbs and protein are both four calories per gram. Fat is nine calories per gram. Okay, nine calories per gram. So if you see something that just says it's one gram of fat, it's probably going to be nine calories on the thing. It's probably going to say 10, (laughs) but I don't really know much things. That's just one gram of, of fat. But anywho, so that's where the calories that you're getting on your nutrition label are coming from. Now, I did mention alcohol earlier. Alcohol is seven calories per gram, but obviously we don't track this because it's not a macronutrient. It is not required by our body, especially in large amounts. Um, But sometimes it does fall under the broad topic of macronutrients because it is the only other thing that has a caloric content. Okay, so carbs, fat, and proteins are the ones that we are worrying about here, not alcohol. Um, Next, you learn how the macros are affecting your body. Okay, so like I said earlier, each macronutrient has a different role in your body, right? Your protein is for building muscle. You have carbs for energy, which by the way, carbs are your brain's preferred fuel source. Like carbs straight up for your body are just energy. But if your brain had to pick, your brain is going with carbs. That's what it wants, right? Then you also have fat, which is really beneficial for digestion and just overall nutrient absorption. Okay, so... Each one plays a very, very important role in the body. So it is very crucial that we are not limiting one of the three macronutrients. Okay. When someone's first starting off and they're not tracking their macros at all, they tend to be pretty low on protein uh, because 
let's be real, there's not many high protein snacks that are like sweet tooth or like the go-to snack that we grab. So if we're eating a lot of things that are lower in protein, we're not having enough protein with our meals, our protein count overall for the day is going to be pretty low, right? Um, depending on the person, carbs could be very, very high. Fat could be very, very high. It could also be very, very low. Um, I've had clients who are on a lower fat. I don't want to, I say diet in the, of like diet is just your daily intake. Okay. So I've had clients with a daily intake that is very, very low in fat and they notice digestion issues and they notice that they're feeling really bloated a lot right? If you're having too many carbs and not enough fat, that could be one of the main reasons that you're struggling to have digest or you are struggling to use the bathroom and you're feeling a bloat. Okay. Carbs hold on to water. So you want to be really, really careful of not overdoing the carbs, overdoing the fat, underdoing the protein. There's a lot that goes into it if you haven't picked up already. But When you know more about the foods that you're eating of like, okay, like going back to what I said earlier, you have a better understanding of the foods that you're eating. So if you know you're eating this piece of chicken, okay, this is going to be a protein, primarily a protein source for me. There's no carbs in it unless I'm adding, you know, breading to it or something like that. But if I'm just eating a straight up chicken breast, um, that's going to be a protein source predominantly. Sometimes they might have a little bit of fat in it, depending on what kind of chicken that you're getting. Um, but chicken, chicken breast, normally pretty low to no fat. Um, and then it's, it's going to be a decent amount of protein. So we know, okay, we are getting the, the muscle recovery, the building portion of this meal from our protein, from our chicken. Then if you're looking at your plate and you see, okay, I have, I don't know, those pasta sides that I had mentioned earlier. That's going to be a carb source, but it's also probably going to have some fat sources in there as well. Totally fine to have both. And then, you know, you could have some vegetables or something like that. Fat is not something that's typically typically going to take up a huge chunk of your plate unless it is mixed in with your protein sources. So if you were eating something like ground beef, you're going to have a much higher fat content than you would with your chicken breast. So you're going to get a high amount of protein from both, but you're also going to get more fat from the from one than the other. Okay, so that's just another thing to keep in mind. But when you start to learn more and more and more about the macronutrients and what they do for their what they do for your body um, and the role that they play in your body, you can literally look at your plate and say, okay, I'm getting you know this much protein, I'm getting this much carbs, I'm getting that much fat. Whew, you know, maybe I need a little bit more protein or, or a little bit more carbs, you know, you'll learn, I'm telling you so much about the food that you're eating. And I don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing. But like, now I don't look at really any food as like, this is a good thing. Who am I kidding? I don't look at food as like good or bad or like sweets versus healthy or like anything like that. I literally look at it as the macronutrients of like, how is my body going to benefit from the food that I'm eating? And that's my goal for most of my clients is like, I want you to get to a point where you are so used to tracking that now it's just like, what are the benefits that I'm reaping from this meal? How is the, how is this going to fuel my body? And I say most clients, because not all clients of mine track macros. This is not like a requirement to work with me is to track macros. Um, everybody's so different and in, in, individualized. <laughs> um, so it's very, very important to make sure that 
you know, if someone is not comfortable tracking macros, that they're not tracking macros, you know? So, whew, long rant there. I'm going to stop and take a little, little drink break. Join me for a drink break. Okay, so finally, macros are, like I said earlier, the, really the only thing that produces calories, right? It, I say produces because I don't really know another word to use here, but you know what I'm getting at here. Makes up the calorie content of the food that you're eating. That's what I'm going for. Um, so macronutrients are things that your body needs in large amounts. These are macro, macronutrients, where micros are your micronutrients, they're the vitamins and minerals. You are not tracking your vitamins and minerals. You are not eating your vitamins and minerals in as large of amounts as you are your macros, your carbs, fat, and your protein. Okay, so my, you can track your micros. I don't recommend tracking your micros, but if there's one specifically that you want to monitor, absolutely. Like if you know you have a deficiency and it's beneficial for you to track your vitamins to make sure that you're getting a certain amount, by all means, go for it. I personally don't. I just have um, different vitamins that I aim to get. Like I prioritize more so than others, but all micros are very, very important just as all macros are. So over the years, my clients have, clients and I have been able to have huge wins, huge success by tracking our macros. So one of my favorite things about tracking macros is that we can literally eat what we want, no matter what our goals are. Like no matter what. I do not have to go on some crazy diet or cut out my favorite food if I want to go into a caloric deficit. I just make adjustments to my portion sizes and my plan. That simple. I can still have pizza. I can still eat my favorite foods. I mean, shit. Literally tonight, I'm having pizza for dinner. <laughs> that was not planned. I swear. But I'm literally having pizza for dinner tonight. And I'm going to hit my macros. I eat yogurt bowls daily. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm like obsessed with yogurt bowls. I eat one every single day. And every day, pretty much every day, they have chocolate in them. Like I buy the chocolate chips, just a little bag of chocolate chips, and I put that in my yogurt bowl every single day. Sometimes it has Oreos, sometimes it has graham crackers, sometimes it has chocolate syrup. Like if you don't know, I really love chocolate. Um, and I make sure that I put that in there. So macros allow me to eat the foods that I love, eat the foods that I want, and make sure that I'm not having cravings. If I were to cut out all of the chocolate that I eat, I would 100% have cravings. 100%. But because macros gives me the flexibility to eat what I want, when I want, no matter what my goals are, I can be successful. Right? And to go off of that flexibility, macros give you the flexibility to eat out and go on vacation without ever stressing food. Because again, you look at your plate as a fuel source. How is this food going to fuel me? And then you make decisions from that place, right? Don't get me wrong. I've gone out to dinner or out to or out on vacation and I'm like, this plate has very little benefit to me right now other than I just want it and it's a mental benefit. And that is totally, totally fine. I never tell my clients to track their food while they're on vacation. I actually say not to, <laughs> but... Macros become so ingrained in you and teach you so much that it's just second nature for you to look at your plate and say, hey, how is this my fuel source for today? You know what I mean? And with that, you find different portions that work for us no matter what, right? So 
as we are kind of going through our macronutrient tracking journey and, and learning more about the foods that we're eating, we find that like, okay, me personally, four ounces of meat is normally a good amount of protein for me with my meals, right? With breakfast, it's normally like two ounces. Um, if I'm going to have lunch and dinner, it's probably going to be anywhere from like three to four ounces. Um, sometimes if I know I'm going to have a really high protein dinner, I'll have a lower protein lunch just to kind of balance it out or lower protein breakfast to balance that out. Right. And my clients have used this kind of skill at this point to say like, okay, what adjustments can I make to my portions? I know if I have one of my clients who literally eats like five to six ounces of protein with her dinner, because that's just what works for her. And she feels good with that amount. And it's, it takes the stress away of having it with every single meal. If maybe her breakfast, she, her body just doesn't really respond well to a decent amount of breakfast first thing in the morning. Maybe she wants to use that as her carb source or her fat source, and then kind of use that, her fats to keep her fuller throughout the day, right? That's the beautiful thing of macros. You have flexibility. You can eat what you want, when you want, and you can make adjustments as you need. You have the flexibility to make those adjustments. And you can do so without all the added stress and just frustration and the feeling to start over every Monday. You don't have to do that with macros, right? You learn about what these foods are doing for us, and then we can build off of it from there, right? So if you eat out like fast food a lot or go out to dinner a lot, you can still track your macros, right? I was away visiting my in-laws this past weekend. And as we were coming home, we had stopped at Sheets. So I got my Sheets. You know, I'm pretty sure, actually, I had Sheets for breakfast the one day there that we were there in Wawa on the way home. But you get what I'm saying here. Well, Sheets and Wawa both have nutrition calculators. So if you just go to Google and search Wawa nutrition calculator or Sheets nutrition calculator, you can literally pop up their whole menu, punch in whatever you got, even the made-to-order items, Punch in what you got and it'll spit out your macros for you. It'll literally give you a whole nutrition label of what your meal was. Utilize that to be successful when you travel. Okay. Another thing with that, make sure that you scroll down into the show notes below and download my free guide to tracking made easy. Literally, it has over a dozen fast food and restaurant chains with different menu items and what their macros are. So you don't even have to worry about it. You can literally just pop up and be like, oh, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Here are some macros of different menu items and kind of go from there. Okay. That guide will help you plan to be successful. Okay. So again, it is totally, totally free. And make sure you scroll down into the show notes below, grab your copy and please Let me know what you think about it. I would love to know if you have any other like restaurants or fast food places that you absolutely would love to see in there. Let me know and I'll make that happen for you. Okay. So, but to kind of go off of that topic of fast food or or restaurants, have you ever had, we'll say fast food and you kind of just, you feel a little gross afterwards, right? You maybe don't feel as good and you're like, oh, that meal made me feel like shit. Now with macros, we know why we felt like shit. We now can say, oh, every time I stop here or I do this, that's a lot of fat and my body just can't process that all at once. Or that's way too many carbs and I feel really bloated afterwards and I just don't like that feeling, right? You learn so much about the foods that you're eating, that your nutrition and the way that you approach your nutrition 
will change forever. I'm telling you, I would not promote macros to anyone and everyone if I didn't think it would be very, very helpful. Okay. And again, you don't have to track every single macro. Is it beneficial? Absolutely. It, it helps with overall consistency. But if you're just starting out, start with just your protein. Get comfortable hitting your protein goal. Get comfortable navigating the tracking apps and then go from there. Okay. So if you need any help with this at all, I have one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching spots available. So please DM me or click the link in the show notes below. Apply to work with me. We will hop on a free call and make sure that it is the perfect fit for you. Okay. I hope this episode was extremely helpful and I hope you dabble into tracking macros so you can change the way that you look at your nutrition for good. All right, y'all. I'll catch you in the next episode.